Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Charles Yamat, and I'm joined by... Andy K. I was holding back for burp there. I, oh. oh, I thought you forgot your name. No, just try not to burp. Goodness. Are you playing Just music? let it rip. Let it rip. <laughs> I'm trying to be... Well, I was going to say, I'm trying to be kind, but Belgian can be kind, right? Or it's not inherently bad. Right. Isn't In there, some cultures, there, it's a compliment. Yeah, I was going to say. As I learned yeah. from, what, Naughty Professor? Whatever. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Wait, belching is a compliment? Yeah. Let's bring it back. I'm in favor of this. All right. Um, no, yeah, slurping... Spilling your bowl all over you and going hot, hot, hot. Wait, what? Okay, now I'm now I don't understand. No, 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 no. I <laughs> I was joking about the oh. last <laughs> You have to understand. I just trust everything you say. As you should, Andy. Hey, what? James. What is, what's up? James. Yeah. I take that back. What's up? I take that back. Listen. Mm-hmm. All right. The other week. Okay. On this very podcast, you violently chastised me. Okay. For? For choosing to use Tamiya Precision hobby grade tweezers <laughs> to smoke a joint. Okay. I have learned, it has come to my attention, all right, that that is a thing. Okay. That's yeah, a roach clip. Yeah. We brought that up too during the same discussion. When was it brought up that it was a roach? Go ahead and re- re-listen to the... I don't know if we called it a roach clip. I was just laughing at the fact that you were using model tweezers. <laughs> Not that you were using tweezers in general. Yeah. No, because I was trying to protect myself. I took that as a direct attack, okay? That even the use of twe- tweezers was a bad idea. But do you know why it's called a roach? Because we did not talk about it being called that. I would have lost no. my mind. I, I think I knew at one point, Andy, but but it informed me. What I don't know. I can't Google that. The roach is the, um, you know, that safe part to hold uh, on a cigarette. That's called a roach? Why I remember correctly. I can't look it up. There might be pictures of roaches. I mean, sure. <laughs> Marijuana roach. What does it mean? Uh, duh. <laughs> Roach is a slang term for the end of a smoked joint. At this date, you have smoked the joint almost to the end, and for most seniors, the roast is discarded into the nearest bin, or, horrifi- or horrifyingly tossed onto the floor. <laughs> As there are higher amounts of resident roach, it's practically always brownish. The reason for the coloring is down to the smoke deposits that settle every time the blunt is inhaled. The enhanced resin content also means that if you roll a joint from a roach, you get a higher than you would... You get a higher, far higher high than you would from a freshly rolled joint, all things being equal. Yeah, I've heard of people do that. They take the end of their previous joint and they just keep rolling it into the next one like some weird century soup. Sourdough bread? Is that your starter? Just centuries old joints? Maybe. That's beautiful. Welcome Mm -hmm. to Add to Party, the weed terminology podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two... Two white men and a Pacific Islander. <laughs> Figure out what it means. <laughs> well, wait, but wait, I want to know why it's called the roach. I just told because the brown color. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Felt like there should have been more meaning there, but okay. <laughs> well, you know what should have had more meaning? 
I, I want to know. Most of the conferences this, week, yeah. this past weekend. Yeah. Holy shit, they were bad. It was uh, bad. Some were better than others, and we'll get into that. <laughs> but we have three, technically four, conferences to go over. Um, and we'll start with the, the snoozer that was Summer Game Fest 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, the, the Summer Keeleys kicked off... Uh, Hilariously, by having its biggest reveal leaked early in the morning of Last of Us Part One remake. <laughs> I thought we already knew that was happening. We did, but the trailer leaked. Oh. And, who, and, who, and who leaked this information, Andy? Keely was was it Keely? Was it was it Jeff Grubb? Was it was it Game Informer? Was it was it one? Of, was it IGN? No. Oh. Was it Cub Reporter Jason Schreier? No. <laughs> it was PlayStation Direct themselves. <laughs> they fucked no up. No way. <laughs> pushed the press release out early. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. I wonder how that happened. Uh, probably someone was like, when's this supposed to go live? Three o'clock? Eastern or Pacific? <laughs> they don't know. Eastern it is. Uh, <laughs> metric or Imperial? Is that yeah, exactly. Um also what we got uh they revealed that uh guile will be coming to street fighter 6 gasp yeah big surprise <laughs> who will who's next ken <laughs> no they showed him in the original trailer we know that um what about um e honda m bison the Sagat? one named vargas there is one named vargas yes good job person that's not the mask person that's vega. uh vega thank you vega Vargas is kind of like he's a boxer, I think. Oh, what? It's been so long. What? But yeah, <laughs> yeah bring back all the classics. Do they never uh, not bring back all the classics? Has one been left behind? <gasps> Sometimes. Who's the forgotten Street Fighter? The shitty ones. No one cares about. Uh, they're all, they all notably. Fei Long won't be. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ended up being a hoax. That ended up coming out is not true. Actually, Which yeah, Capcom one? did say that they have they fail they do have the licensing for Fei Long. Don't believe what you read. Well, he hasn't been in um what's it? He hasn't been in all Street Fighters either. That's true. Well, I'm just trying uh, to think of ones from two. Because you have Sumer Wrestler guy, you have Green Guy, you've got Andy. Stretchy we have three conferences guy. to talk about. Do you really want to talk about Street Fighter Six? <laughs> I just want to make sure they're all represented in six. Mm, okay. Uh, next, there was a trailer for Aliens Dark Descent, a single-player squad-based action game in the Aliens universe. As you control, has you controlling some Marines investigating a xenomorph-infest maze of dark quarters and cramped rooms. So, asymmetric gameplay. Dead by Daylight in the Alien universe. Um, another trailer for Callisto Protocol. Basically kind of the same trailer we saw at State of Play. Um, just a little longer. Uh, they demoed the, a level from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which, man, it does look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just good at what they do. Um, uh, a reveal trailer for... Oh, man, sorry. A reveal trailer for Flashback 2. Uh, this sci-fi platformer... I don't even remember it. That's how shitty it was. I don't even remember it. Uh, <laughs> Witchfire was uh, a gameplay trailer. A first-person shooter... Kind of looks like it's, uh, you know, Doom got a little Eternal. magic focus. Doom Eternal, but with magic, kind of in a steampunk setting. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, Fort Solace, a sci-fi thriller game coming from the Polish studio Fallen Leaf. Uh, Your character slowly navigates this haunting, futuristic environment as well as a bit of action. As you see some bloke get properly smacked across the face, he jumps in a hole too. All heart, tra- all heart tracing stuff is paired with voice acting talent. Trey Baker and Roger Clark. Oh, there is a great joke I heard about this. Is there was a lot of um, space minor horror <laughs> um, in in this like games, and Troy Baker voiced a lot of them. <laughs> so oh, one point, really? <laughs> the one point, it's like in this game, Troy Baker plays a space minor. <laughs> Uh, I was another about him the other day. I was wondering what he does. I guess it's just space, whatever you said. Yeah. Um, another space horror trailer, uh, routine. Uh, Outriders is getting its second expansion. I didn't know it had one. I, um, wow, people play that? Yeah. God bless. So, uh, official reveal Stormgate, uh, which is a new RTS game made by Frost Giant Studios which is basically many of the Blizzard employees who fleed. Hopefully none of them were sexually harassing people. Uh, it appears to be set in a futuristic setting as humans have to fend off aliens who invaded Earth for their own nefarious purposes. And a lot of them look kind of like, you know, Blizzard characters. Just a little, oh. a little, a little surprising. Huh? Oh. Charles, what do you think about that, Charles? I know you were excited about that one. No, I'm still excited about it. I was just like, fine. Like, the... the I was literally just like, like, listen, that trailer, you, uh, I was joking with our other friend about this, but it was like, well, it's very clear the Blizzard cinematic team did not leave uh, the company. <laughs> but I mean, it's fine. I, I I am interested to see where it goes. Stormgate, whatever Frost Giant was going to make was still going to carry the dreams of all RTS games uh, moving forward. And um, still seems fine what they were talking about being free to play. Excuse me. Did they say uh, it was free to play? Uh, some I forget. You know, there's a lot of things that were free to play. Um, but uh, also having adding five races uh, and stuff like that that'll be interesting over time. I'm cool with it. I don't need it. Like again, the reason this is being done is because they, don't, they Blizzard doesn't want to make StarCraft anymore. If you're going to make another one that's still essentially StarCraft, that's fine because StarCraft <laughs> is great. It just needs support. Unlike what Blizzard was doing already, so I, I was literally just like, "Yep, exactly. Okay, yep. Okay. You're, you're okay. making mechs. Oh, the screenshots look the same. Fine, that's perfect. StarCraft Two is still fun. It kind of looks like uh, StarCraft, Warcraft, and if Overwatch had an RTS. <laughs> well, I mean, it's whatever. And Diablo. Yeah. Honestly, this alien looks a lot like Diablo. Now that I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. Well. Five factions. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Five factions, each representing a Blizzard franchise. Will one of them be Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah. Who can say? I mean, like, the other fun thing about Blizzard, uh, the Blizzard, co- people that left Blizzard and made different companies is a lot of them allude to being from Blizzard, which is kind of fun. This one's mm-hmm. the most obvious, which is this is Frost Giant. And yeah. their logo looking like the Wrath of the Lynch, Lich King opening, <laughs> uh, which is fun. Their logo, their logo also kind of looks like the Hearthstone logo. <laughs> what, for Stormgate itself? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it looks more like the uh, Hots. No, yeah, I can see Hots too. Yeah. Uh, but whichever. It's very clear that these people were from Blizzard. Oh, by the way, yes, free to play. Stormgate is a free to play real time strategy game. There you go. Yep. Uh, next, we had a reveal trail, trailer of High Water. 
it's an indie game. Takes place in a water flooded world. Use a little boat to explore things. It's an action isometric game. It's kind of cool. American Arcadia is a 2D platformer mixed with a first person puzzle title. So basically, it's the Truman Show. This is actually kind of interesting. Um, I don't have a trailer here for it. I wish they did. Let me see if I can find it. But basically, it's the Truman Show where there's kind of a, you know, like show where someone's trapped in it. And that's a 2D experience. This is also made by the developer of Inside and what was the other game they made, Charles? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember his name. The other game. But, you know, uh, you know, vaunted 2D developer. Um, so the, the 2D experience is the person trapped inside. And then the person, the first person puzzle experience is kind of someone who's trying to infiltrate the evil company. So it's kind of cool. I mean, I haven't seen too many like Truman Show games. So it's weird how it's kind of getting back into the uh, consciousness. But yeah, um, someone also compared a lot to kind of Assassin's Creed 1 where you had the Desmond sections and then you had the Altair sections being slightly different. So it'd be cool. Uh, let's see. Out of the blue games. What else did they make? Ah, that's all right. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Uh, next, they had a great fucking uh, fake out. Oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff Keighley kind of hit his like, oh, big update on this game that we haven't seen forever. And it looked like they were playing the Dead Island 2 trailer, a game that they demoed in 2014. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen anything about. But then we realized it was actually Goat Simulator 3. Um, and if you're wondering where Goat Simulator 2 is, they skipped it. <laughs> oh okay yeah good similar is good i'm glad you know they want to make more that's good um then we had the reveal trailer for marvel's midnight suns which we talked a little bit a lot about last week which is marvel's uh basically XCOM kind of real-time strategy game turn-based real-time strategy game um but also they revealed a little extra stuff in the gameplay trailer which let me see if i can find it was there a gameplay trailer uh, there was some gameplay in it, and it actually had um, it has a card based system. So not even just kind of a direct one to one for uh, XCOM, but actually kind of mixing some things. So let's see. Yeah, here we go. Choose game difficulty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, see there you have your cards there. Interesting. interesting. So there's can be kind of like maybe a deck building aspect on top of having that turn based XCOM style. It looks cool. Uh oh. <laughs> Charles feels a the pangs. Style game and a card game, a deck building game, even using your favorite Marvel characters. That doesn't make sense. Nightcrawler isn't in it. If that's true. <laughs> Actually, wait. He could be. I, I think X Men might be in. I'm really hoping Nightcrawler's in it. I think He's- Nightcrawler's been in the Midnight Suns, like in comics. Oh really? That's awesome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I did. I don't know. I didn't know the roster. I just knew there was the, a group of superheroes that dealt with supernatural dark stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all the Marvel characters that either are like magic or are kind of like a touch antihero. Um, and Nightcrawler, with his weird kind of religious overtones, falls in with that. <laughs> you mean somebody that looks like a demon but is still Christian? <laughs> He's literally a Catholic priest. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it looks cool. I mean, it looks fun. I, I noticed some people were disappointed. They were like, this is what the game looks like, but they weren't 
expecting it to be an XCOM game. So I'm willing to give it a shot. There'll also be apparently there'll also be like demon versions of the Marvel characters, like a demon Hulk and stuff like that. You'll have to fight. Yep. Uh, boop boop boop. Uh, another trailer for Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course. It's DLC, just kind of a little more gameplay to see what the new ones are going to look like. Apparently, it's going to be really good. Like the the boss they demoed was very involved. Yeah. Um. Yep. Next, they had a release date trailer for Neon White, a first-person platform shooter that has taken the role of a demon, blasting and tracing your way through hell. Um, It's set to release on June sixteenth. It's kind of I don't know. I heard this game has been kind of. It's also kind of a dating sim too. It's it's an anime ass anime game. Yeah, that's what won me over. I was like, (laughs) go on, because look, anime anime game trailers can look the same. But then once you tell me there's dating, oh, now I have to pay attention. What if I want to date a certain one? So I'm in on it. They all have like weird masks, too. Yeah. Um, there was next was a demo trailer for an indie game called Midnight Fight Express. Um, there is a demo on Steam for that right now. If you want to play it, it's kind of cool. Um, a, tra- a teaser trailer for the next Warframe expansion. The Duvieri Paradox. Um uh, a story trailer for Honkai Star Rail, uh, the upcoming action game made by Mihoyo, the creators of Genshin Impact. Seemed neat. Uh, then there was a gameplay trailer for Zenless Zone Zero, another Mihoyo game that will be coming soon. Uh, got a release date trailer for TM- TMNT Shredder's Revenge, which is a love letter to the arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, uh, Turtles in Time, things like that. Made in the uh, 90s. That'll be coming out June 16th. That one looks really good. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I if you guys want to play, play it with, uh, without James. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's make sure. Yeah. yeah what if what if we play it on the airplane with our Steam Jack, Charles? <laughs> Funny you say that because I actually did reserve a Steam Jack just a few days ago. Oh, you're not. If you get yours before me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, you didn't have one yet? <clears throat> no, I'm in the I'm in the Q3. Uh, so starting next month is when I can possibly get it. Uh, next, Super People, third-person battle royale. Eh. Uh, hu- the Humankind uh, 4X game got a trailer for its uh, Latin American DLC. A trailer for One Piece Odyssey, which we've talked about about that. I'm just kind of showing it off. Still looks cool. Soul Hackers 2 got a release trailer. Uh, this it's made by yeah it's made by the creators of the Megumi Tent Megumi. Say it for me. Megami, Megami Tensei. Megami, yeah. Megami Tensei. Thank mm-hmm. you. Is a sequel. The game made some big waves called De- Devil Summoner Soul Hackers. It's, uh, it's an Atlas game. We'll see. Uh, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium, which is basically Capcom throwing all their old games into a package and selling them to you again. <laughs> a, de- a trailer for Metal Hellsinger, another game that has its demo on Steam right now if you want to try it. It's actually very cool. Andy, um, it's very much like Crypt of the Necrodancer, but if it was an FPS. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that. Um, soundtrack isn't necessarily what I'm into. Well, but you're, Andy, not, you're not a metal. Andy, Andy no, hold no. on. Hold on. Let me tell you something. Hmm. I'm, so- I'm not necessarily into it, but guess what they did during the trailer that like made me go, okay. Hmm. They had a female singer sing normally over the, over the song. I go, oh, like just like an emo rock. Oh, look at this just interesting a, contrast. A female yeah. woman singing a normal song while mm-hmm. 
metal music playing back. Oh, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very Lacuna Coil, if that means anything to you, Andy. Not to yeah. me, unfortunately. All right. Uh, next, next, there was a trailer for Nightingale. Uh, a n- another survival game. We're gonna be getting these by the fucking truckload in the future. I guarantee you. Um, first person survival game takes place in a weird world where magic exists. You go through these portals. Um, so you build your bases in these different worlds. So like the biomes are the different portal worlds. It's, it's interesting and it's, I'm going to look more into it, but we'll see Uh demo of the saints row uh, character builder that they released uh, gameplay trailer for Warhammer 40 K dark tide, which is the sequel to vermin tide. Uh, a reveal trailer for layers of three fear three. Bloober team's got so much to do. Um, a trailer reveal for Gotham Knights Nightwing. Uh, we got a screenshot showing us Last of Us multiplayer, <laughs> which is like, hey guys, 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 play the screenshot. Um, it, did, no, it wasn't even a. It wasn't even like a proper. Oh yeah, it, it was a. Con- it was a concept <laughs> art. Yeah, it was a concept art. Um, they did say we'll be hearing a lot more about it next year. Um, the way you talked about it, though, it did kind of sound like they're trying to do something Division-esque. Okay. So I don't know. I'd be up for it. Yeah. I want to... What's a game without Ellie and Joel being the focus? <laughs> and then, of course, the Last of Us 1 remake trailer got uh, shown off, which is Last of Us 1 being remade in the Last of Us 2 engine, along with all the quality of life features and everything that came along with it, which, again, got spoiled <laughs> literally hours before the show. Just a knife through Jeff Keighley's heart. Just, ah. Oh. And then that was it. <laughs> and everyone went, huh, all right. <laughs> Andy, yeah. did you watch it? I know Charles did. Did you watch it, Andy? I had it on and I checked in every now and then. But it, I don't know. It just, the the presentation of it seemed so, like, uninteresting. I would have preferred it was just a series of trailers, right? Like, let the hype build on itself instead of just these long, drawn-out things of just, like, people talking, like, about things no one cares about. Like, they're having, like, little mini interviews, but they were just, you know, just not interesting. It just felt so empty. And, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what is missing from this that the spirit of E3 had? And I'm really wondering, is a big part of the fun of the announcements at E3 having an audience just the hype of a crowd because these guys were standing in front of a green screen right like reading off of a script not necessarily that someone on stage isn't doing the same thing but you've just got an energy to it there's no energy to it it just seemed like fluffed out trailers it was not for me so unfortunately I tuned out and um, I understand with the pandemic you can't really have in person but didn't do it for me. I checked out. What did you guys you, think, Charles? though? Uh, I thought it you? was fine. That's it. There's nothing. There's no real issues with it. Like, uh, I wasn't even about it for the energy. Like, I don't care about the crowd uh, in the theater. I mean, like, it's nice when it's something I actually like, but it's the crowd itself doesn't make it for me. I All I care about is the quality of the news. So, like... Um, because again, uh, my opinion I hold above all others. So who cares if someone else approves when I don't like it, right? So uh, <laughs> uh, the games themselves, I mean, it, it was it was okay. 
there there are not no like there were some things I was interested in things even indie games I was interested in over uh you know over things I never expected so um that American Arcadia I was like oh a Truman show like game um that seemed fun I'll take a look at it and give it a shot um Metal Hellsinger surprising me enough that I was like I think I will give this a shot and play it um Last of Us remake i thought was fine i I think i'll play it again um for the third time yeah for the third time in super hard mode this time i did it last time too um when the remaster came out for ps4 but i think i'll do it again Uh, i i always enjoy going through that story very fun um i think the real thing that was most like piqued my interest was uh some of these these screenshots of the show that they were making. And then um, also uh, the news that uh, Troy and Ashley were going to play different. They, they were also casted into the show and not just as a normal cameo. At least that's what I got from that yeah. talk before. I was like, oh, I wonder what characters they could play. Um, there might be new characters. Yeah. They might be like, like to the series, you know? Right. Which is also fine. Like, uh, you know, um, Troy, Troy could probably pull off the uh, the cult leader at the end there. Yeah, you could play David. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I I was all for it, um, but I you know honestly I just thought it was okay, not a big problem either. Or um, yeah, I mean I wasn't. I think to Andy's point, uh, it was just more kind of like I don't know. It just didn't have like a lot of. It wasn't paced well. I think like there was a big lull in the middle. Like they started with. Like, what are two cool things? And then that was it. And then it was kind of nothing, you know, indie trailers, you know, space space horror. <laughs> like, everyone got excited for Goat Simulator 3 because we thought, Dead Island 2 news? That's interesting. And then it was Goat Simulator 3. It went, oh, you got us. That's funny. But that doesn't make it a good reveal, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, also, uh, a shirtless rock <laughs> promoting his his movie oh. and, and energy oh, yeah, drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was so I I was so like uh, so quizzical on. I was just like, is he just reading off all of his like uh, what's it? He didn't pump the tequila viewers. Like uh, yeah yeah. Was he just reading off all the spokespeople he had to read off of <laughs> all at once? Like he forgot to do it earlier, so he did it all under one show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. The Rock, uh, the Rock gave essentially a cameo, um, shirtless from his gym. It was not. It was very weird. It was. It was very weird energy. And then he showed the Black Adam trailer, which had come out a couple days earlier. Which mm. <laughs> they hyped that up. His appearance. Uh, oh yeah, it was like it was a big deal, and I was like, okay. And then he looked like he recorded it in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, you think it'd be a Keanu Reeves moment, but it was just a shill. Well, the whole thing's a shill we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> just just give me directs. We don't need this. We didn't need this. I agree. We didn't need E3s. I love <laughs> E3. Um, Devolver Digital came in afterwards that, and, you know, did their usual fun thing. And they said it was the countdown to marketing show. Yeah. Just, yep. just re- really putting it right on the nose. Um, they were funny. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to recap the jokes or anything like that. You should watch it, though. It was good. Um, they they demoed or they revealed a couple games. 
Cult of the Lamb. That one. Which I'm is kind of this in. it's kind of this horror dungeon crawler roguelike game, but it has a very super cute art style. Um it kind of gave me Binding of Isaac vibes a little bit. And it is town building. At least from what I understood. That's why I was It does it does have town building, yes. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that stuff. I got Don't Star vibes. Uh, at least from the yeah, don't start. Yeah, from the viewpoint at least. But there is dungeons though, yeah. which don't start didn't have. I don't think. No. Yeah. Um, then a reveal for Angerfoot, which is basically first person Hotline Miami with a mm-hmm. great sense of humor. Um, Cult of the Lamb and Angerfoot both have their demo up on Steve. I highly recommend you play both of those. Um, the Plucky Squire, a uh, game developed by All Possible Futures, looks cool. Uh, I, um, I definitely liked uh, Plucky Squire because I was just like, oh man, Nintendo's going to sue them for basically taking Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the map is basically a storybook, so every page you kind of turn the page as you move, but there's like a desk and you're reading the book. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very highly well presented. Whether it's fun or not, we'll see. Also, it's releasing on the Switch, Charles, yeah, so they'll it. find out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> And then they pops out. Yeah. Uh, then there was the reveal of Skate Story, which puts you in the control of a skateboarding demon made of glass and pain as you grind across the world. Yeah, it looks cool. And that was it. That was Devolver, minus, you know, their jokes. Also, Suda51 was there. Yeah, as like, yeah. But he didn't have any games. No, he just wanted to hang out. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't know if he's. I don't. Has he announced anything after normal? No more heroes. I don't think no. so. I I, there, I think the only special thing is that uh, that's it. It's lollipop chainsaw's anniversary. This. Oh like, my god! Yes, is something yeah. happening? <laughs> uh, well, I no, nothing's happened. But him and James Gunn, I saw there was a lot of Twitter talk. Oh, I would even if they re-release it. Some oh god, I loved that game. Right, <laughs> but then you already platinumed it, right? Shut up! <laughs> I was years. very, very, very close to platinuming it. Yeah, I just had to do one more playthrough, but I loved that game. One of my favorite games. So I would love another lollipop chainsaw, or even just porting it to like PS5 or something. Please, 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 please. So nothing, I mean, Devolver Digital, funny. Games they had were good, but they didn't have a lot of them. Devolver Digital seems, I mean, also, you know, them going public seems to not have um, dulled the knife of their comedy, which is good. Well, I'm kind of watching this year to year to see if they get a little more tame as they go. But so far, still good. And it didn't feel fake. It didn't feel boardroom fake to me. Like the type of humor, right? That like, what was Ladywood from? Oh, I don't remember that one. What was it Ubisoft? I don't know. It was the one company that would try to make a meme every year. And oh. one time the host said Ladywood, and then it became a thing. And I think next year she had it on a shirt. And it was just like, oh, oh, no, stop. Stop. You're not hip. All right. Well, next we have what was probably the best conference of the weekend. And that was Xboxes. Yeah. Also, I'm getting echo from someone. Oh, is it me? Uh, me? I don't know. So I'm, hear- I'm hearing my voice coming over one of your mics. Uh, so fix it. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, first, they showed off Redfall, which we know they would. Um, it looked good. It looked good. Actually, it looked a lot better than I kind of. I think we all were kind of writing off Redfall 
but suddenly watching it, I think it looked a lot cooler than I was expecting. Yeah. What did uh, you get? I agree with that because I, my write-off was I was like, oh, it's. Let me see where I'm going to say. My perspective was I was expecting to look something like Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. But really what I got was something that looked like Dishonored. Yeah. Uh, in the, With a Left for Dead mode. And I went, okay, all right. Things look much better. And there's a lot of, you know, from the trailers, it looked like there's a lot of interesting gameplay um, from the from the different characters you could play. Yes, you can only play four characters. Yes, they have distinct archetypes. You can play all four characters at the same time, by the way. Yeah. So, like, if there's four of you, you can all play the same character, which is good. I like when they, they do that. They don't enforce you to be – someone has to play the character they hate or something like that. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, no, it, it definitely looked a lot more interesting. Uh, and, you know, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll actually give that a shot. That's actually my most interested game from the uh, – Yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's not mission based, like say Black for Blood or Left for Dead, is it? It looks like it's actually an open world, like Dishonor, like Charles is saying. And I'm like, oh, all right. You know, I don't know why we doubted Arcane. Arcane's a great fucking studio. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, you hear, you hear their pitch and you're like, I don't know about that one, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was enough. Um, yeah. Um, Next, we got a trailer for Silk Song, which nobody was fucking expecting to come out of Xbox. Um, the highly awaited sequel to Hollow Knight. Um, no date, though, but it does look fucking beautiful. Oh, it's a full-blown sequel? Yeah. Oh. That's why it's taken so fucking long. Oh, I thought it was just like a tiny DLC. Nice. No, it started as that, and then they basically was like, well, I have too many good ideas. Oh. And he made it a sequel. Well, that's not the original Hollow Knight character no no it's it's whatever i've never beaten hollow knight i don't know i got to like one of the bosses and then it was too hard (laughs) so i I just keep getting lost i I was never uh, good i was i was i've never been very good at metroidvanias yeah Uh, yeah my thing is uh my problem with metroidvanias is getting lost and not knowing where to go next. And I hate mm-hmm. just running back and forth, not knowing where. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and to be honest with you, I use Hollow Knight as an airplane game. <laughs> and uh, if you only have four hours and you're spending it fucking going back and forth, it can be frustrating. So I'm not done with it. One boss down. <laughs> well, maybe when they go to release date, I'll force myself to finish the first one with a guide in hand. Yeah. Yeah, but still, no, not even a window, not even like 2023. Just, hey, it's Hollow Knight's Silk Song. You know that game we haven't talked to you about for like four years? Here it is. Um, but we'll get to it. He'll release it when he's done. That's basically what it comes down to. There's an uh, no, point I want to bring at the end of this, but let's remember that part. Okay. Uh, next was a trailer for a game called High on Life, which is a first person shooter. From the co-creator of, uh, from the creator of Rick and Morty, <laughs> so basically, where aliens uh, invade Earth and then try to get us to do drugs, and your gun is Morty. That's um, great. It's, I mean, it it could be fun. I I've TikTok has made me grow to like Rick and Morty more than I, you know, it was it was the whole Szechuan sauce thing where everyone's like, we hate Rick and Morty fans now, so I never yeah. really got into it. But, you know, I get like a TikTok clip of every now and then. I'm like, show's not bad. Didn't he try making a game? He made another no game. It was a VR game. 
Yeah. Oh, was it, it only VR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well. That, that's and this game or the reason why. <laughs> yeah. It's it looks gross. It could be funny. Um, or it seems funny based on what we've heard so far. All your guns, by the way, are what's the word I'm looking for? Anthem. Uh, yeah. They all have faces and they all have personalities. <laughs> that's kind of great. Yeah. Uh, so it's I don't know. It'll be interesting. It also comes out in October. Day one of Game Pass, Who's which will be a uh, Squanch Games. I don't know who that is. It's, which is it's, probably the studio made from the creator Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh. Our games. Let's see. High on Life, Trover Saves the Universe, well, Dr. Sporchy. Yeah. But Justin Rowland. Yeah. Of uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, good for him. Uh, Next, um, which I think is next, what I think was one of the more interesting announcements they made, which is um, sometime next year, uh, Game Pass and Riot are entering into an agreement where if you have Game Pass, you will get all champions unlocked at League of Legends, all champions unlocked on Wild Rift, all agents unlocked on Valorant, and then a bunch of stuff for Legends of Runeterra and Teamfight Tactics too. Which I'm like, that's hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of stuff. Yeah, that's insane. Like, really, really crazy. That feels mm-hmm. like a lot of money lost for Riot. Or maybe yeah, not. It's not. The, the, their main deal is... Uh, that's why I, co- I joked about this before, because... Uh, the costumes, right? Yes, cosmetics is where are actually where it's at. Oh. Like, like I was... I was joking about this when we were talking about it on our chat. I was just like, that's pretty much the lowest bar you could do with a, a deal <laughs> with Game Pass. Okay. Because it's like... Yeah, you you get the champions, but like for anybody, you're not you never no one plays that many champions at all. Like you never need all of them, and like even like so many any people that are currently invested in a game, this does nothing for them. I don't believe. So. Yeah, um, and like it's nice because you know it's it, it's nice to just have everything, so you don't have to do anything, right? So it's still a benefit. I don't think that's like the biggest deal. Um, like uh notoriously like like we said earlier in this is that the the cost of skins and and everything else for all of their games are ridiculous (laughs) 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 Uh, there's a skin in valorant that's like worth 50 bucks that you have to pay 50 dollars for it a skin like you know like that's where it real that's where it's really at but like if you were going to make a partnership with Game Pass and you need to provide something free, this is like the cheapest way they can do it. Like, <laughs> like they're just like, yeah, here. Like, notice that even in like TFT, they were just like, here's some pets you can use, <laughs> and that was it. They're like, that's all they have. Uh, we're not even going to care about Rune Terror because that's not even like a contention of a good game. So. Yeah, huh. super interesting though. I mean, it's 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 more of a benefit for Riot than anything like you're saying, right? Because it gets people who are like, well, now that I have access to everything, maybe I'll get it, and then maybe they'll buy skins. So pretty cool. Um, next they had a tra- uh, gameplay trailer for a Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, um, which apparently is medieval Last of Us. Right. Which, yeah, it should be good. Um, the yeah, I, I mean, too. people really like the first one. I think the trailer for this has made me a lot more interested in it. Uh, next, they had to reveal the next Forza Motorsports game, which is, you know, different than the Horizon one. This is the like the 
uh, Gran Turismo competitor. Uh, they had the announcement of Flight Simulator's 40th anniversary edition, including the Pelican from Halo coming to Flight Simulator. Yeah. Uh, they had the uh, they had a new trailer for Overwatch 2, revealing a new hero and the release date, which is October 4th. Uh, for the beta. Well, it's early act. No, it's early access. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah, so that'll yeah. be the kickoff date. Okay. Uh, next they had a game that everyone thought was Civ 7, but, but, but also was like, but it's not from Firaxis. And then it was Aura, un- History Untold. So who knows? I guess it's made by developers who has left, who have left Civ or Firaxis. Mm. So we'll see how it is. Um, they demoed the, they had a trailer for the next expansion of Elder Scrolls Online, High Island. Uh, also, the next expansion for Fallout 76, The Pit. That's right. They're going back to Pittsburgh. Um, oh. and, and then a uh, DLC coming out later this month for uh, Forza Horizon 5, which is Hot Wheels. So, oh, yeah, it was cool looking. So it basically like all like, yeah, basically adding like all the orange Hot Wheel tracks and loop the loops and shit to Horizon. It, it got me kind of going, I might want to try playing that again. Um they had a trailer that really didn't show much for Arc 2, more than we saw already <laughs> the last time they debuted this trailer. It's just another CGI trailer. I still don't know what Arc 2 is going to be. Um, we got a release date for Scorn, the creepy FPS game where everything is living material. <laughs> uh, October 21st for Ooh. that. Yeah. Uh, then we got a fantasy action role-playing game, Flitlock, The Siege of the Dawn, coming out next year. Um, and that looked really cool. Um, the closest i could describe that as being is kind of like um what is it forspoken the dragon game by square enix kind of looks like that a little bit uh forspoken the isekai game yeah yeah but this is kind of more like i don't want to say low fantasy but you know there's obviously flintlock right there's flintlock pistols in it but there's a lot of magic and jumping around i don't know it looks interesting like, this is one of those games that has, like, chance to be, like, a big deal and also to be, like, yeah, it was eight hours. I played it. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that way of describing something. Yeah, it was eight hours. <laughs> it was like, I played it. I'll never think about it again in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you have time to kill? Play it. If you don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, You're not missing fun. anything. I mean, that's the thing. It, it looks cool. It, the combat looks fun. The visuals look fun. Also, you have a fun little familiar that gives you magic, apparently. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that. That's a game I'm very interested in seeing more about. Um, boop, boop, boop. Next is a premiere of a new action strategy game in Minecraft. Minecraft Legends. We were all expecting that. Oh, my headphones are dying. Let me see if I can fix that while I talk. Um, then we got a trailer for Lightyear Frontier, mm-hmm. which is a survival game, but you're all in mech suits. That's the hook this time. <laughs> yeah. Light- Charles Vamp for a minute while I plug my headset in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you, when I saw this uh, Lightyear Frontier, I was just like, oh, okay. It's going to be, uh, I was like, I was like a, a survival game where you like, you know, you build stuff and then customize your mech for fighting. No, you customize your mech for farming. Just keep farming, which is fine, which is, you know, okay. But I'll be honest with you. The allure of, 
I want to say farming games is that you get to live your life as a person and you just want to live, <laughs> think you think of yourself in simpler times in a simpler life. Um, but, <laughs> but now you can think of yourself in simpler times in a giant robot. <laughs> yeah. Like when you have a Mac, it just feels like that's work. You're like, Oh, when I'm done farming, I have to go and work on the robot to make sure it's good. So I, I feel <laughs> like I'm not sure if I'll get to that rested state <laughs> mm. you know, where, you, where you feel like it's just, uh, you know, an easier time of it all. But So wait, all know. this violent looking weaponry is all for farming? Yep. Yep. Okay, that's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I think and I'm exploring in. mysteries of the planet you find yourself on. I think I'm into this. It was cool looking. Uh, next, there was a everyone, baby. <laughs> Actually, hold on. This one, mm-hmm-hmm. day one on Game Pass. Uh, next was a Game Pass announcement. Gunfire Reborn is coming to Game Pass. Gunfire Reborn is a Risk of Rain like roguelike dungeon explorer. I don't know. It's it's a fun game. You should look it up. Next there was a retail uh, uh next there was a reveal of the game The Last Case of Benedict Fox which is a 2D detective adventure game. Looks pretty cool. Has Andy kind of has Monkey Island vibes. Yeah, I haven't seen this trailer but okay. Look at Xbox bringing all the interesting games and mm-hmm. I'd, this doesn't mean that they were all developed by Xbox Studios, right? Or Microsoft Studios, right? right? This, yes, but they're it's probably on Game Pass. Let's see. Yep, yeah. day one on Game Pass. Yep. Well, I I commend it. I I commend it a lot. They're doing interesting things. Uh, next, they had a update on As Dusk Falls, which is a man. <laughs> it's a story game, right? Um, but. It's very much like television <laughs> where, as I understand it, they had the actors act out all the scenes and then they had people come in and rotoscope out and draw the things. But this is very much kind of like narrative choice. Your story will change based on your choices. The art style is not doing it for me because it's hyper realistic rotoscoped. Sure. Um, I don't know. Either you interested in this. I know you two are more into these kind of games. Maybe to find these kind of games. Okay, Stranger <laughs> Than Stars. What's the What's the dumb game? I don't dumb know. There, I, I, no dumb game comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> that hella dumb game. Oh, uh, I don't know. No, you couldn't mean like- Life is Strange, which is a great game. So there it is, Life is Strange. Yeah. Oh, well, then we are at impasse. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that kind of vibe from it. I mean, yeah. obviously, style is 100% different, but. But is it going to be interesting? I don't know. Also, small town America stories with secrets don't really do it for me either. You don't like Twin Peaks? No, I don't, actually. I mean, that's fair. But that's like uh, as I was watching this, I was just like, "Ooh, is it going to be like Twin Peaks?" But I don't see, I don't see enough distinct-looking people and characters. So next, next was an announcement of Naraka Blade Point getting a single-player mode. Um, that the uh, Sekiro-style battle royale game, which shockingly has like ten 
fucking thousand concurrent players on Steam all the time. I don't even think about this game, but apparently people love it. Um, has a single player mode, which looks interesting because I would never want to play against the people who play that game. <laughs> but the combat looks super fun, and playing it by myself looks kind of interesting. I'm trying to remember whether or not I played this with Andy a while ago. It came I'm- out on PlayStation Plus for free. Like, yep, yep, yep. Then we did play it, and it was uh, we got so murdered. We got murked every time. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, but what if you can play by yourself? No, it's, no <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Can't wait to run around and be loot bags for other people. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it was not fun to play. Again, it's the it's the Rocket League factor, right? The only yeah. people play. <laughs> well, and it was a battle royale, and I think that was my first experience with a battle royale. Of, oh, that's terrible. I, yeah, I died right away, and then I was like, well, where's the fun? When did I get to play play Fortnite, Andy? They put you against bots for like the first five games to make you feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, didn't feel fun. Uh, Next is they had a reveal of Obsidian Entertainment's narrative adventure game Pentiment, which is a weird uh, fucking 2D kind of like. What is it? No, Canterbury Tales looking style game. Yeah. 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 Someone someone had a dream in Obsidian and they're like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is like yeah, what was what was that Disney project? Yeah. Treasure um, Island? Yep. <laughs> Where they're like, we want to make Treasure Island. You need to make three movies first. All three critically acclaimed. Treasure Island. No one cared. Nobody wanted. Yep. Uh, yeah. And you know, that being said, too, I believe the story behind this was that like a small team of like five people made this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody had a dream at Obsidian. <laughs> yeah. What if we took the Canterbury Tales and made it into a game? Uh, I guess. Next is the announcement that the 1.0 of Grounded, the uh, game where you get shrunken down, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid style, and fight ants in your backyard, will be coming later this September. Oh. Uh, that was a fun game. Yeah. Next was a announcement for a action stealth planner, pla- uh, action stealth platformer, Erebon Shadow Legacy. This one looks cool. Yeah. The uh, the the writing leaves something to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> was I think the end line was I won't be dragged into their light because the light is a lie. Oh <laughs> no. Oh no! <laughs> Sometimes that works, though, Andy. Sometimes sloppy writing works. That's true. But it was not that you're very right. You are very right, Andy. Middle schoolers are fucking tracing character designs of this character as we speak. Just, I love it. Yeah, like, yeah. Now, kind of reminds me, me of uh, is it Tenchu? It's kind of gives me Tenchu vibes. I love Tenchu. Mm. Now, do you think this game? is more interesting to you because it has a subtitle of shadow legacy. No, no, no it does not. <laughs> if it was just called Erebon, I think that would be as an equally I, I, effective I, name. As we talked about last week with the turn nights, we're running out of names. Um, yeah. After that was a very confusing trailer for oh, Diablo four. Weird. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, so, you know, I have to confirm my age. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I play it here. Diablo is too scary. It, it's not. Um, anyway. Oh, is it playing? 
ah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know how Blizzard games are. You know their trailers are usually like beautiful. <laughs> like just you know, like I like I Pix- Pixar, Pixar level cin- cinematics. You're always like, oh, this is a Blizzard game, and there was no also like Blizzard opening card too, which made it kind of interesting. This game kind of came in with like not bad graphics, but just like you know, it very much looked like in-game CGI graphics. You know what I mean? Yep. No, I and I, and I agree. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, and everyone was kind of like, is this Diablo? It's a necromancer. Is this Diablo 4? No, this can't be Diablo 4. Are they making a Necromancer single player game? That's cool. Uh, (laughs) It's like, is it Diablo? It's like, we talked about Rathma. Okay, so this has to be Diablo. Is it a single player Necromancer game? And then they got, he walked into the campfire with all the other Diablo 4 characters and went, oh, this is a Diablo 4 trailer. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And that's exactly it. It was just like, like, my initial reaction was, this can't be Diablo 4. It doesn't look nearly as good for a Diablo trailer. <laughs> and well, like, it was. You remember that first Diablo 4 trailer? Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. And then <laughs> this one, I was just like, Ugh. like I was like, it's a little too sloppy. It's probably something else. It has to be something else that's trying to follow or mimic Diablo. And the, yeah, and then I agree. They're like, oh, they said Rathma? That's Diablo, but this is probably like a spinoff game. And it was Diablo 4, and I was like, who the fuck? Did they leave, like, <laughs> this was, was this trailer a fucking project by another, like, <laughs> the art team, just two guys? It was like, yeah, I wanted to do this. Yeah. Like, ah. Watching it again, it doesn't look as bad as I remembered it. It certainly doesn't look as good as it should, though. Yeah, yeah. It's things that were missing. Like, I think the worst parts were the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Like while the like the necromancer's working in shadows and like yeah. you see that head roll and it hits the rock, you go but it's like not very the, clean. The, the skeletons too look yeah. Very I, something's off with the lighting too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. They look flat. Everything looks flat. I don't know. Um but yeah, they revealed that the necromancer is coming to Diablo 4, which is the fifth and final class, which includes the barbarian, the druid, the sorceress, and the oh I'm there. Come on, show it to me. You need oh, the, the rogue. Uh, rogue. rogue. Yeah. Yep. Which is the first one that was released. Um, so here's two interesting pieces about this. L, they showed a bunch of gameplay. It looks very dark. <laughs> it looks very much like Diablo 2. Um, uh, which could be a good or bad thing. I, I liked where Diablo 3 ended up. Um, hopefully they don't swing too hard on making all the graphics dark and muddy. Because I, I kind of like the bright graphics of Diablo 3 sometimes. Um, also, they announced that there will be character customization, which is something the Diablo game has never had. You're either a male character or a female character. And even then, I think in Diablo 2, you didn't even have that. So <laughs> now you can actually make your character kind of look like oh, something. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 In 3, um, they they did a light level of character customization in terms of yeah. there were cosmetics that you could buy for your character. But they didn't do, do an actual in-depth character creator. Yeah. They also showed uh, some extra verticality to the levels, too, which is always good. They had a little bit of that in Diablo 3. It looks like they're doubling down on that. They also said that this is going to be an open world game, which uh, we'll see. Um, if they're going to move away from Diablo's normal linear path where it's like Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, where you can explore any of the game's 150 dungeons in any order that you want. Could work. I'm not opposed to it in concept. Uh, it's weird. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, level level maps are so big that like it almost feels open world, anyways. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really just more, I guess, like if they take the ten minutes to make the connective tissue in between the X. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of it just being like a teleport. But oh, game looked good. They didn't show the UI yet, um, so we don't know what that looks like. But yeah, all the graphics it it looked like Diablo, which I'm down for. Um, the other, the other really interesting thing is all the games they showed today and that we I've talked about so far, they said we'll be releasing in the next 12 months. So yep. sometime between now and June of 2023, which means that ideally Diablo 4 will be out sometime in the first half of 2023. I kind of doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. The, I didn't think the game was that far along, to be honest with you. Um also, I guess kind of that same idea of how the trailer didn't look that great makes me wonder if they're kind of going like, all right, we're, this is what we got. We're putting it out kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I hope not. I like real Diablo better. I, I've been looking at Diablo Immortal and going, I want to play Diablo, but I don't want to play Diablo Immortal. <laughs> I, might just install, I might just install three again. Um when we're over an hour so let me hurry this up <laughs> uh and then there was a sea of thieves trailer uh there was a trailer for Ravenlock, which was a dumbass name for a game that i don't remember so let's see what's it look like again do we even need to care uh oh this is that game where it's like yeah it's voxel but it's not voxel it's very weird like some monsters are voxel, like Minecraft style, and some environments are, but also some environments are 3D rendered. Weird. I don't know. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, next was a game called Cocoon, which looked really cool. Very cinematic. Um, it's a 3D platformer puzzle solver game where you kind of have to, it's based around kind of moving like these orbs around to open portals and I don't know, the graphics and the presentation of it all looked very interesting because you went like, mm down a level lower and it really kind of like the presentation of all of it was really cool this is very much a game pass game at least for me which is like um i'll hear critical acclaim of this game and go all right i'll play it (laughs) (laughs) uh after that uh a game everyone thought that was 3-0 the third neo game um was in fact wolong fallen dynasty uh the next the next game from team ninja from koei tecmo um I mean, it's basically Neo 3, but it's not Neo. It's a new, like, narrative. <laughs> Instead of being in Japan, this one's based in China. That's cool. Um, next, probably the one of the biggest surprises of the whole showcase was that the Persona series will be coming to Game Pass. Persona 5 Royal, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 3 Portable, which I think is, like, nowhere. You can't play that anywhere. Yeah, I don't think you can. Because I was on the PSP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so That's all three games cool. will be coming to Xbox. Royal coming in October. The other two to be announced. Um, also, I think they said that Royal and P- Persona 3 will be coming to Steam, which is good. Um, that No notice on it coming to PS, the PlayStation or Switch. So that's right, baby. Steam Deck is how you play Persona on the go now. <laughs> yep. I'm glad that was that was Atlas is so weird. I don't understand why they don't just pump their games out. <laughs> it's like someone said Alice makes business decisions by rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah but you know what cool persona 5 on steam deck is cool be cool on switch too but who knows and then they did a starfield reveal trailer um or reveal gameplay and it is skyrim in space well fallout 5 in space really more than anything um i don't want to show my starfield <laughs> is there really an age restriction for that game for like, what? i am i i guess the guns. Is there a lot of kissing in it oh boy is there um but no yeah there's a good 15 minute trailer um you walked around a barren land then you walked around a city you saw some talking we saw some gunplay uh todd howard uh <laughs> Gave us a new meme because God bless that man. He can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> what are Which you is a motherfucker? Uh, well, it's Andy. Listen, did you know that you can fly not just to like cities on planets, but to any point on a planet and land? And and it's not just one system, Andy. It's over. It's over fifteen hundred systems <laughs> where you can land on any planet. Oh, and we all went. We all went. Shut up, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're not falling for this shit again. Yeah. Um, but they did. They they demoed gameplay. They demoed that uh, you can fly your ship in space, and there is ship to ship combat, which looked pretty good. It also has some No Man's Sky iron mining uh, going mm-hmm. on too. Um, they also showed ship customization, like to a very high degree, where you're building on kind of like this kind of blueprint connect map, so you can really connect and plug and play all the modules for the different ships to make the ship really look how you want. Well, I'm uh, you can also hmm? James, Go ahead. This doesn't make sense though. You mean you could customize ships and not pay $1500? <laughs> well, well hey, hey, you don't know that yet. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um there is no motion there haven't they haven't mentioned multiplayer yet. I kind of doubt it will be there, but who knows. Um I have a feeling they would be fucking dripping all over that if they did um they also there's base building you can hire people to run your bases for you which will help not fall them into disrepair although i immediately started thinking of fallout 4 with preston garvey mm-hmm. telling me that there's a settlement that needed my help mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um yeah i don't know i mean it looked cool it didn't <laughs> i don't i think i heard someone say it's like this game is setting itself up to disappoint me. You know yep. what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's like I, I, everything they're telling me looks good, and the game doesn't look bad. Although the gunplay looks kind of meh. It looks like Fallout gunplay. Yep. Um, but it's it's also like you're making a lot of promises that you don't. I you don't have a history of cashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Starfield. Also, um, most importantly, to no date um, on either Redfall or Starfield other than 2023. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know where the fun's going to be. Oh, also uh, came out after the conference, too. But um, all NPC conversations will be in first person. So they'll pull you in kind of Fallout 3 style and your character will not be voiced, which honestly I like. I like better. I saw some people go, "Oh, we're going backwards." I liked it better when you didn't have a voice protagonist in a in a Bethesda game, sure. because it let them be a little more crazy with how you could write responses, and yeah. also, yeah, it limited them less. Yeah, that's it. I 
I uh, I don't know whether it's good or bad uh, to have a voice protagonist or not. Like, uh, I think there's a good reason not to for a game like this where you're kind of meant to self-insert even more. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, especially since I don't, I can't imagine there's going to be a st- like a strong story element, right? So you should. And that's be. what Bethesda's good at that, though. Hmm. I don't know. I like again. I've only really played Skyrim. And became the Jarl of every nation, but but I didn't. I never did meet Parthenax. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, Jesus. no, I didn't fucking do the main thing. I just walked everywhere and did whatever the quest lines are. Did you ever play Fallout Three or New Vegas? I did. I played. Uh, well, I did not play New Vegas. Uh, I played Fallout Three and I played Fallout Four, but I never finished either because, again, the story wasn't there for me to be interested. Mm, I just explored and went, oh, okay. But then I, all I felt was, this is here. I don't feel like this world is alive. And so I didn't go for it. Yeah, Andy, how did the, the trailer for Starfield make you feel? Well, it doesn't look like Mass Effect anymore. So. I would actually say it looks very much like Mass Effect. To continue. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, Charles <laughs> agree, disagree? I... Uh... I, to be funnier, yes, it does look more like Mass Effect. <laughs> but, like, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd say it, it, before I was like, it's not nowhere close to Mass Effect. Now I do feel like, okay, this does feel a little bit more like Mass Effect. I wouldn't say yeah. it's exactly like Mass Effect, but the whole thing. Originally, the way they described it, I didn't feel like it was Mass Effect. But watching this trailer, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, you're still going to give me dialogue on a wheel, aren't you? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Fine. All right, what are you going to say, Andy? <laughs> oh, no, nothing really. I guess it hasn't changed my mind about playing it, though. I don't have an interest. Okay. But they're just not for me, and that's fine. Yeah. Some Someday. Someday. I, I'm still got to get rid of my copy of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's okay. Just that and Elden else. Ring. Yeah. Got to sell those. And there's been a lot of patches to Elden Ring. You might try playing it again, so you feel like it better now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm got. I'm going to go through Stranger of Paradise. Fun game. Um. So this. Uh. Thoughts on how this showcase went? I thought this was a very good showcase. Um. The only thing I think missing from it was their focus on games releasing in the next twelve months means they couldn't be. It was a lot of games that we kind of knew about. There wasn't any big surprises really beyond the persona announcement. Um, so that kind of is a ding against it. Cause it didn't like, I, I don't have any like new things to get hyped about, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I was kind of, I was like, but this was, I think compared to Keeley's very weird, <laughs> slow um, presentation where people talked for like 12 minutes. This is very yeah. much trailer, 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 like just, like if you got tired of one game, they cut to another. Like they were, they didn't linger too long on one game. They they jumped quick. They had a lot of variety. I thought it was a very good trailer or a very good conference. And mm-hmm. to repeatedly say available on Game Pass, like yeah, that all I was thinking like as you're reading through those and seeing it repeated that it's on Game Pass, it's like PlayStation. Why did you even bother with you know these tiers that they just made like? So- I know it's something else, but just Microsoft just has it in the bag. Two quick things. We'll probably talk about it next week. Place the new PlayStation tiers launched today. Mm-hmm. So that's all live right now. Yeah. Also, there was news um, that there are some indie games coming 
um, on release to the extra tier, the middle tier mm-hmm. of PlayStation Plus, which is kind of Game Pass E, which made me think twice about it. But we can talk about that more next week. Mm-hmm. Charles, um, what did you think about <clears throat> the Xbox Showcase? Uh, I thought it was good. Um, I definitely think it had to be this way uh, because I feel like this is this Xbox Showcase was literally the first time everyone well one the merger is fully approved that everything is actually underneath mm-hmm. uh, xbox like you have no reason not to show all the games that like bethesda is working on as well as you know all your new game pass acquisitions so i thought it was fine it was also what kind of i expect like if there was anything from here that was removed i would find it to be a real miss on xbox's case so yeah it's good uh and like again, uh, I it's a four out of five, but it's also graded on a curve. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best one we had. Oh yeah. yeah, just because like again, your Xbox, you are literally you know, if there was a full PlayStation showcase that you know, not a state of play or whatever, I would expect them to do something very similar. It's just like show oh, yeah. all this stuff. Oh yeah. So Xbox is doing it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You have a bunch of acquisitions that you need to show off what they're doing under your own umbrella. You should do that. Um, and then, you know, show your stuff. So this was good. I thought that's yeah. exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're not going to recap it, but in the most could have been an email ever. Capcom had a <laughs> presentation <laughs> yesterday. Um, I will just recap the very two only interesting pieces of information that came out of it. One monster hunters, uh, Monster Hunter Rise is DLC uh, Sunbreak, Sunbreak is coming out is coming out at the same time on both the Switch and the PC, which is good because um, mm. if you remember, World had like a year in between. Was it Ice? What is it? Ice Break? What was it? Iceborne. Yeah, took a year to come to PC after it came out on consoles. So it's good they're supporting it because holy shit, is that game awful on Switch? Um, two, they uh, they showed the demo for or they told the dlc for resident evil village it is a story set in the future where you play as rose ethan's daughter it is entirely in third third person they added a third person mode to uh resident evil village which sure i guess it's it's because they rebuilt the engine to allow for third person better that's entirely what it was um and then also that lee Dimitrescu will be in mercenaries as a playable character (laughs) that was it (laughs) no they announced wasn't it part of it that um resident evil 2 3 and 6 oh yeah they're getting uh, eight eight. yeah Yeah. two three and seven Seven. two three and seven seven. yeah yeah are getting a ray tracing upgrade um that are available on consoles and pc i thought that was pretty cool they didn't need to do that it is but it didn't take it didn't need a 45 minute conference (laughs) was it a one more thing because that's no, a, it, one more no. thing. Oh, wow. Well. No. Village was, uh, the, uh, was the one more thing. Well, that's also yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I mean, I mean, the information was good, but holy shit, is that conference not necessary? 45 minutes. That's a lot well, of time. Guys, guys I, I hope you understand. There's one last thing in Summer Game Fest, okay? The Multiverse Showcase on the 22nd. That's listed. Oh on the yeah, games <laughs> well, that is. Uh, we we can't crown a winner just yet. Maybe multiverses will. <laughs> well, that, in our last couple of minutes here, I was going to bring up 
Uh, Alana Pierce herself, uh, everybody's everybody's love, Alana Pierce, has leaked. Certainly mine. Yep. Yeah. Listen, there's no shame in it. Um, <laughs> well, there will be a Nintendo Direct, kind of a more traditional summer Direct, maybe by the end of the month. So we have Nintendo to look forward for that. Because we have a lot of uh, question marks about Nintendo properties. So it'd be good to get information on that. And also, you have to wonder, too, if Sony's going to do another state of play focused on their first party stuff. Because Ragnarok was fucking nowhere in any of yeah. this. Yeah. So they got to talk about Ragnarok at some point if it's coming out in November, which is the you know leak date um, versus not coming out at all 2022, which also seems likely. But we'll see. Um, yeah. So that's it. I mean... We may still get a couple more conferences to judge this against, but we don't know when or we don't know when they'll be happen or if they'll happen. But we'll see. It certainly was not a great week of conferences. <laughs> Xbox really picked up the slack yeah. comparatively, but it was um, it was all right. Also, I watched the PC gaming show and the feature game showcase. Um, those are entirely indie focused, and I didn't feel like recapping, you know, the hundreds of games they had on there. Yeah. They were both good. They were, they were good shows. But I think it's so much of a niche audience that, you know, you're not going to get like it, it much like Charles says, you're grading on a curve. Those those can't grade too high just because of what those shows are. Yeah. But I thought they were good. I thought they were good shows. I thought they had a lot of good game that indie games on them. Um, you should look into them and maybe look at more. Um, Steam has Next Fest going on right now, which has a shit ton of demos out. Um, I highly recommend coming through and see if there's anything you feel like on there. Metal, like we said, uh, Hellsinger is on there and also Cult of the Lamb mm-hmm. and Angerfoot. Angerfoot, everyone should try to play. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was a lot. <laughs> it was. That was <laughs> the longest on. episode we've had in a while. <laughs> that was a lot. But hold on. I want to talk about how I'm playing Sifu right now. I'm just kidding. No, we're done. It's fine. <laughs> you can talk about that on another. <laughs> you can talk about that on another episode of Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I've been your host, James, recovering from COVID heartless. Yes, you are sounding great. Thank you. And I've been joined by. Charles Starfield looks mid right now. Yaman, I've been joined by Andy, the E3 apologist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, was it? I was just one final parting is I heard uh, who who won Summer Games Fest E3 because they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hurt their brand. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>